Dixon, I go by Jay. Um, I work in the healthcare field. Been in the healthcare field for about about eight and a half years. Um, yeah. I also um, retail. I use my retail experience for my fashion, my side when I style people, what have you. Um, I'm the head youth leader at my church, so that's where the inspiration comes from. The inspiration, motivational speaking yes, comes from that. Um, and yeah. Just a black man out here trying to be on my grind and do what I need to do yes, to, to push and motivate people. I like the, the show name, From Boys to Men, Let's Start Healing. And, you know, my whole thing is young men, like young guys, like I was telling T, like, you know, you see them, they want to sag their pants. They want to do this, that, and the third. And I tell them, like, hey, you're a prince. Hold your head up high. You're somebody. I believe in you. If you don't even believe in yourself, your family don't believe in you. I believe in you. So, yeah, I love it, man. Yes, sir. Get it. <laughs> All right. Actually, I kind of figured out which order to start in because, you know, without God, we got to put God first in there. Oh, of course. Of course, because it wasn't for him, we probably wouldn't be where we at right now. Would definitely be. So, let's see. How did, all right. Let's talk about your, your faith and religion and, you know, how you got to becoming a motivational speaker and inspiring these young, king, these young um, princes, kings to be. Well, honestly... September the 18th, 2011. I'm big on dates, my Oh, uncle. yes, sir. My uncle, my uncle Frank, he used to be big on dates, and it's like, the older I get, I get big on dates. Like, May 28th, it'd be seven years I've been here in Pensacola. But September the 18th, 2011, that's when I met a man who changed my life. Um, legit had a, had a, I ain't had a rough life, but I went through a lot, I did a lot of stuff, and I'm grateful to God who, who came into my life and saved me. The Bible says, train up a child in the way he should go, and when he get older, he will not depart from it. So the word was in me, but I was living. You take that one, one obstacle yeah, to turn yeah. and, and my breaking point was really like, I've tried everything, and it never satisfied me, maybe temporarily, from drugs, um, sex, um, um, clubbing, drinking, different types of drugs. It satisfies you momentarily, yeah. not, not, it doesn't satisfy you for a lifetime. So I said, I tried all this stuff. Let me try Jesus. <laughs> and, you know, so I'm thankful for my, the prayers that my mother, my, my father, my grandmother, that they were praying, that was stored up in heaven, and they came to, it came, it manifests itself. So like I said, September 18, 2011, that's when I met a man who came into my life, and he changed me from the inside out, and that man is known as Jesus Christ, yes, and, you know, his dad name is God, so, um, my religion, um, I'm non-denomination. We just believe in the Bible. I'm a Christian. Yeah. That's my that's my title. I'm a Christian, but um, our church is non-denomination. We just believe in the Bible. We believe in laying hands, speaking in tongues, prophecy, all that good stuff. So um, my walk with Christ is very vital to my life in this day and age. And I'm thankful that I have a relationship with Him. I'm thankful that. You know, I'm not no person, oh, he's so holier than thou, that's not me. I don't pass judgment on people. However, if they're in sin, you judge the sin, not the person, or what have you. So, um, yeah, God is good, man. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Yeah. He's important. He's real important. Yes, sir. I know, I forgot where it's talking about this. I think it's about two and two. It's talking about like... Right, division that'll make it plain? Yeah. Division that'll make it plain. Yes, sir. And people, people don't understand like when God, God give you different things, like you're supposed to do. Yes, sir. To be what you want to be. Yes, sir. When we ignore it all the time, and you talking about, I forgot, I don't know which scripture it is. It's like talking about we supposed to focus on our own works. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I know. You know what I'm talking about. I know exactly. What but like that's thing about it. Like when you said, like you don't judge nobody. Because yeah. most people you see out there. Like the people that scream on the side of the street and everything else, too. I'd be like, bro, it's like they just feel like they the same thing as ISIS to Muslims as 
to for Christians. Yeah, but you don't got to do all that. Exactly. Like, do you think that's gonna make you go to heaven because you sit on the side of the road? Exactly. Like, screaming. What about like, your heart? Exactly. Because they don't say it. Like this one, my whole people, but my my wife got the churches is inside you. It is. It is. The building is another. That's just a building where y'all go to congregate every now and then. But at the same time. Just right here. We are fellowshipping and we're congregating right now. Two or three gathered, God is in the midst. In the Bible, <laughs> we are the church, but also the Bible also says, don't don't forsake. Don't don't forsake the assembling yourself together. That means yeah. you come together and, and even if it's not a church, yeah. setting like this, you got other believers around you. You're 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 assembling yourself together. Exactly. Um so yeah. And yeah. people people do I, I may get in trouble for this, but it is what it is. Yeah. But people do Think that oh I gotta go to church I gotta be in church and and and, and go to heaven oh. at the end of the day church is good I'm not against church because I'm in the church yeah. but it's the church way. is the church is is for your covering so you can have a a, a man of God or a woman of God to cover you to have a covering yeah. but at the same time you can be in your you can be in your living room we can have church in your living room we can have church right here you know what I'm saying so God oh, is man. in the midst wherever two or three are gathered so I'm not saying don't go to church don't be in the church I'm not saying that but I'm just yeah. saying it's the world has put it to the point where you, oh, you gotta be a part of a church. You gotta be a part of a church. No. But that's, yeah. That's we're gonna, gonna leave that. Oh, yeah. No, no, I, 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 I agree with you. you. No, no, no. I, I'm gonna tell you talking about yeah, right. I'm gonna go ahead and say it because y'all know you won't say it. Because look, that old, it's, it's more of the old people that want us to do that. But we understand, I feel like this generation understands more. Because it's not about where you at. In life or location wise, physical wise, mental wise, everything else, spiritual wise. It's about your walk. So just because I don't go to church every Sunday or Wednesday and everything doesn't make me less of a Christian than you and less less right. of a believer. Because in my my way of living and my way of life, my walk of life, I don't understand this. In order for me to be a praise of God, I gotta do my best in everything I do. Give my best because that's what he deserves. Mm -hmm. And he just wanna experience life with me, through me. Right. By me giving my best, I'm giving him praise as well as everything else too. And though not casting judgment is big thing too, because like bro, who am I to judge? I can I can judge myself to the T. Yeah. Cause I'm like, man, I can do better here. I know I need more here. This that, and the third. That's why somebody else, I don't know they walk. I don't know what they're going through. You know. And that's why I believe, like, man, what you're doing, especially with the young men, teach them how to make sure they walk. Because I say like this, dress how you want to be addressed. I like that. Dress how you want to be addressed. I like that. I, I really like that. That's, yeah. that's dope. Um, and even with the young men, like, I don't know, I just, I'm a man myself, but I felt drawn to younger men, like, just to build them up. I had a young man. Um, Day, his name Day Day, he used to stay with me back in Dothan, and I was on fire for God, still on fire, yeah. but I was really on fire for God, I had just like freshly given my life to Christ, and he began to come up under my wings, and I began to mentor him, and just, just pour into him, and I took a liking to that, so it went from him to my brother Thad, uh, our brother Nunc, um, Jaquez, and the list goes on and on and on. And it's like I pour into these young men. I let them know, like you're more than enough. Yeah. Even if, a, even, even if you don't have it all. Even if they pick on you. Even if they talk about you. Guess what? You're more than enough. Hold your head up high. And know who you are and whose you are. So like I love doing it, bro. I, I love it. It, just, and it comes natural. It comes effortlessly. So um, that's 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 like yeah. And that's big because it's especially with men, because yeah. have that person there to hold you accountable for mm -hmm. and also uplift you is important in this day and age. And it's always been important. Mm -hmm. It's just like certain people try to down the emotional expressions of a man. In my head. <laughs> I was just thinking that yep. we're taught men you're supposed to be tough. Nah. Tough as nails. You don't supposed to cry. You don't supposed to get emotional. Me, I tell all my homeboys, I say, look, I'm gonna be real with you. Once I start like mentoring the young man, I tell him like, hey, I believe in like dapping up yeah. every now and then, you know, give me a hug, man. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. My yeah. homeboys be like, I don't know. They be after after about a good month, a solid month with me, they be like, man, I'm gonna go give me a hug, man, yeah. or dab me up, yeah. give me a hug. 
Because I'm telling you, we as men, we're taught like you don't do that. Yep. You got to be hard. Yep. You got to be masculine. That's feminine. No, that's not. That's expressing your, your love and gratitude for one another. Thank you, brother. Brother, my uncle. Thank you. Coming into my life after I got had my my breaking point, mm -hmm. so me to understand that, because when I used to tell my friends, I ain't, you know like guys like we we don't say I love you, we say something else like like you're like man f you man screw that yeah. like blah 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 like I had he's like bro you ever told a man you love him? I was like no that that, that ain't right I was he's like yeah, yeah, yeah. no look just because I show cause I, I love you he's like I love you. And I, I want the best for you. Now, that ain't nothing wrong with that. He's like, he's like, you got that spirit of that uh, like homophobic yeah, spirit yeah, yeah, yeah. thing block you in your way of thinking. Once you get this out of your own way, you understand. Like, man, love is this how you express gratitude to someone for what they've done for you. And then, like, the respect that came with that for him to teach me that. Like, bro, I started telling my friends, bro, I love you. They's like what? Because through the law, because it's like, bro, I ain't used to. They was never used to me saying stuff like I'm that. I'm telling you, bro, it yeah. opens up people's eyes. Cause I say it all the time to all yeah. my homeboys, bro. I love you, yeah. bro. I've been thinking about you, man. You, you're good. Just oh. call and check on me. What? Yeah. You call and check on me? Like I'm like, bro, you just felt you ran across my mind. I'm calling to check on you, and I'm not doing through no text message. I'm gonna pick up the phone and call you. I wanna hear your voice. I wanna discern to yeah, see you if you're okay. Yeah. But you can be like, man, I'm good. Through text, I'm good. I call you, I'm good. Yeah. But you get to talk to a person, you can discern the thing. You, I already know. You, 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 you know where you're at. You gonna know. You feel me? So I had one of my uh, homeboys, um, which is a brother now. Uh, he was like, man, I ain't used to this. I ain't used to, you know, give me no hug. I ain't used to you saying you love me. Like, I wasn't brought up like that. Yeah. And I said, in a sense, I wasn't either in a sense. Yeah. You know, my dad did show us love. He did tell us he loved us. Our, 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 my cousins, they did the same thing. But like outside of that, outside of that, nah. nah. Like my my homies, my friends, nah. they ain't really do that. So it's like now that I do it, I've grown older and gotten older, what have you. I do it. People are like I don't know, but then they like, man, bro, I like that because yeah. it's like sometimes you sometimes you don't even want to you don't even have to say that to your homeboy. Bro, just come and hug, man. Exactly. Hug, hug him. Or bro, I just need you to sit down and listen to me. I'm just open my mouth up. I'm talking to you. You listening? I feel better, bro. I'm telling you, people have literally called me, came over to my house, sat on my couch, bro. I know you may be busy, Jay, but I just want to talk to you. And they talk to me, and they leave feeling renewed relieved or re relieved. Yeah, like the weight got off the show. Yeah, I have the same ha thing happen to me a lot. Uh, a couple of my friends, and it's funny because like now that I got to the point, I was like, man. But this is also a test to friendship. Yeah, because I'm that shoulder for y'all. Can you be that shoulder for bro, me? Yeah. I'm telling you, you in my head, bro. You in my head, bro. Like you thinking what I'm thinking. Yeah, because a lot of times, like my friends always call me and everything, boom. But like, I can say I got, I got this one friend that I know. If I call him, if he don't answer the phone, he'll text me. Let me know he work. He gonna call me back. There's very few that I can say that can, is gonna do that. Right. And like, man, I talk to him. I'm like, bro, how you went to help? Like me, you know, he used to scroll stuff with, with me, and I just scroll stuff with him about things we're dealing with. Yeah. And like after going through depression and like going through like all my mental health battles, I understand how important it is to express because you hold it in so much, it just builds up. Yeah. And then I thank God for the people he put in my life, my therapist, my uncle, my friends, because if it wasn't for them, like this was my real test. I had a mental breakdown last year. Oh wow. And it was like some people I knew from here high school back when I was doing parties and everything, they were talking about stuff that you know, he said she said stuff that we went through. And I was like, but it ain't about me. My mom was and the thing about my mom was there at the restaurant that I worked at, celebrating her birthday with my sister and my aunt. And they could see the just the, the on my face. I was like, nah, I'm okay, I'm okay. And like the next day, I was like, man, I kept thinking running my head. I was like, man, let me go to the gym. You go to the gym with it out. Went to the gym. I got to my first workout. Did bench press. Couldn't even get the thing off my chest. I was like, bro, I felt like I couldn't breathe. I had a whole anxiety attack. I had to run out of there. I just broke down crying. Oh, and wow. I called. I called my mom, and my sister, and everybody, and called my homeboy. And and look, everybody else was busy and everything. They didn't answer. 
But my friend, he answered, he talked me through everything. He's like, man, you gotta go in there and finish. You there? He's like, you got to finish. Because if you don't, you let that thing on. Yeah. And that was like, and then my sister and them, everybody else, they came around later on, found out where I was at, and tried to talk me through. I was like, yeah. Like, they don't be in there, but like, man, like he talked to me, because like, at that point, I was just like, man, screw this. I felt like just driving that car into the road and just saying. But, but now that you're talking about it, this month is the Mental Health Awareness Month. Yeah. And <clears throat> to be honest, I've suffered in the past. This past tense, I suffer from depression. Yeah. Um, I've had a mental breakdown at least about three, four times in my lifetime. Um, even got locked up in the mental institute, so it's serious. Yeah. Um, been on depression medication, all that crap. But it's to this day and age, I don't take no depression medicine. I rely on the Word of God. Yes, sir. Um, I rely on meditation of the Word of God. I rely on keeping my, 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 my area, whether it be my work area, my home, peaceful. When people come into my house, T, yep. they'll tell you, it's so comfortable here. I feel safe here. Yeah. I feel peace here. I can feel that you've been praying because that's my sanctuary. Yeah. That's why I have to lay. That's why I have to go to bed at night. So how dare I wrestle with depression, fear, rejection? I ain't, I ain't battling none of that. Okay. If I go through things, and I'm human, yeah. if I go through things, what I do, I take it. I, I take it to God. I pray about it. Yeah. I, I fight all my battles on my knees, not with my mom. Yeah. I fight all my battles on my knees, and I talk to the heavenly Father. I have it tatted right here, Proverbs three five through six. Is my favorite scripture in the Bible. It's my foundational scripture. Okay. And it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. And all your ways acknowledge him and he'll break your paths. This scripture alone helped me move here to Pensacola because it was going to be out of Tallahassee, Pensacola, or Atlanta. And I said, God, you got to narrow it down. And God was like, No Atlanta, no, Pens no Panama City, Pensacola. And I moved here for three specific reasons change, a better job, and to find my wife. I got the change, I got the better job, and I ain't got the why. Hey, it's coming, it's coming. But I feel like maybe my best friend said this too. She said, Jay, maybe God was testing you to see if you're going to step out on faith. Maybe she's not even here. Or maybe you'll meet her on passing. But like she's coming here to visit or something and she's passing. So my attention is not the why. My attention is Javis right now. Yeah. Or Jay, whatnot. You know, me, bettering me, making me to become, making me become a better man. And it's something with 11s, bro. My birthday is 11-11. Um, I closed on my house August the 11th. Um, every time I look at my watch or you I see, see levers, I see 11, 11, or 11. Or oh, 1, 1. So it's, or one, one, one. One. So it's just like it's something with those 11s, man. Um, and look, you know what's so funny? Now you tell me your birthday 11, 11. Uh -huh. My friend I was talking to you about, his birthday is 11, 11. <laughs> wow, that's crazy, bro. Yeah, he got 11, 11 in his Instagram and everything. Wow, that's I, crazy. I think his birthday 11, 11. Hopefully it is. Hopefully. I, hey, Hopefully. no, wait, wait, time out. Ah. Pause. It's not, he just got a lot, he's just, like 11, he's 11. like 11, 11. Okay, 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 cool, cool, cool. I had to think about it because I remember he a Leo. I was like, cool, cool. I was like, oh, no, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's in August. <laughs> August, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. Hey, I ain't messing up. <laughs> I caught myself. <laughs> yeah, so, but, yeah, man, and um, I've even done, since I've been to Pensacola, I even did a couple of modeling gigs with Mr. Charles. Shout out to Mr. Charles, uh, um, a different swag. Oh, yeah. I did a different swag, too. And we recently did a different swag three this year. So um, Mr. Charles, he, he saw something in me, he saw potential in me. And I modeled with him twice. I've modeled with Yala Cahoon. She's a, I think Jada is 16 now. And she does her own design and clothes. Six, he was, she started when she was like young. So I walked for her. I walked for um, Soul Tree in uh, Gulfport, Mississippi. And um, I think we had another one. So I was like modeled like five times. And then we got a modeling show for my church. It's, um, it's called, Miss um, Carrie Designs, it's called um, a kingdom, a, 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 it's called a royal couture, kingdom couture. Um, and she does all types of designs. She's bad. Miss Carrie, shout out to her today. I call her Ma Carrie. Mm -hmm. I'm so being Raymond. That's my brother. So um, we have her fashion show in July, and I got to do spoken word there. I also, I also write poetry. Okay. And speaking of mental health awareness, for this being this month, you have to find your anti-drug. Yeah. Uh, mine's is poetry. Mine's is coffee. Mine is, even though coffee is really a drug, but still, it ain't an illegal drug. Yeah. It ain't an illegal drug. Um, I have stuff like this where I sit down and talk to my peers. 
Um, I do therapy like twice, once every two months maybe ish. Mm -hmm. um, and I get in my car, go for a ride, listen to different types of. Well, let me let me rephrase that. I listen to gospel or instr instrumentals, or um, just uplifting music. I listen to that or. Um, just get lost in poetry or get lost in reading, reading the Bible, reading a book, mm -hmm. or what have you. Those are my, that's what I do for my mental health. Because mental health is weird, for real. When you were talking, mm -hmm. I had a homeboy, um, he's my brother as well. He just got out of the Navy, been out of the Navy probably like six months-ish. Um, he had a nervous breakdown, um, I think it was Friday. And then maybe four or five days later, he was back in the hospital. So I just had to talk to him and tell him, like, bro, you got to get help. He is seeking, he's doing what he needs to do to get help. But I say, you know, if you need to be on medicine, you need to be, be on medicine to help regulate you or what have you. So it's real, man. Oh, yeah. it, it's definitely, mental health is definitely real. And I'm, I'm grateful that you've overcome your yeah. issues of life that you've dealt with. And I'm so grateful for myself as well because yeah. I had it bad, bro. I know. Like I had it bad. And I don't think I can say I fully overcame. Well, you're, well, you're overcoming. Yeah, I'm overcoming. overcoming. Yeah. Like with God and the people they put in, like a therapist, it gave me better tools. Yeah. Cause now, when like stuff like this happened to me, I can be like, all right, take five minutes, set it for what it was. All right, it's not gonna kill me. Let's keep moving. Mm -hmm. um, and like now, it's like, like you said, your escape. Like, I feel like the gym was my escape. Mm -hmm. This is kind of my escape. Uh, like when you drive, like I feel what I'm saying, like you ever call me, you gonna listen to a whole bunch of country music. <laughs> <laughs> That's just scary. Scary. And, and, and like I drive, like and when I drive, sometimes I don't, I be there be no music, and people be like, bro, why, why you playing no music? I was like, bro, the music is already around me. I don't need this extra words. This wow. is falling in my head. Like I don't know, driving silent. It's, it's so peaceful with me. It's like it's like boom, 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 boom. I, may, I may do that when I leave here. Oh, trust me. I haven't done it in a long, long time. I used yeah. to do it going over that bridge to a beach. Yeah. I was just hearing the tires, hearing yeah. your your the sounds, the horns, the 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 the, the waves. If you got the windows exactly. down, you know what I'm saying. And it's, the, it's like the synergy between you and nature and what what's what's been created. And you like it's just helped me be like so present moment. It's just like a release. It's like the whole thing that matters at that moment is like peace, and that's that's literally what I feel like comes. Like if someone blow their horn, scream, like I'm like, oh dear, I was like, man, it is what it is. It is what it is. I'm gonna keep moving, keep um, on trucking, keep on trucking. I'm going my pace because people. I think this is the biggest thing people think in today's age. They thinking it's a sprint and a race, like you gotta hurry up and finish. But this whole life, like like Nipsey Hussle said, it's a marathon. It ain't about how you start, it's basically how you finish. And you ain't gonna finish until they call your name. So until then you just gotta keep on right. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. I agree, you definitely got to um put your I always tell my followers like when I'm doing fashion tips on um, my Snap or Instagram, I always tell my followers, I always step with your best foot forward. Because mm -hmm. you And this is not what I say, I just take that part. I always step mm -hmm. with your best foot forward. But I'm going to add on, because you never know who's watching you. Yeah. I may be watching you, I may be going to the school just like you, UWF, and I'm watching your life. I'm watching how you deal with people. I'm watching you come up and um, with your podcast. I'm watching you how you've overcome or how you how you are overcoming yeah. mental health, how you dress. I'm watching you. But let's just say one day you blow up on somebody. You call a, um, a person not their name, a woman not their name, or you hit a woman. Oh, yeah. Now that the, the, the image that I've had of you is altered. altered because you've painted a picture. I, I painted a picture, excuse me. I looked to you and you and I saw perfection. Then you mess up. Yeah. And you 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 do it in the public eye. Now my whole perspective of you have changed, oh, yeah. and I go from looking up to you to looking down on you. That's how the world do it. Yeah. But in the sense of God. spirituality, like when we do when we do when we make mistakes like that, God is like, hey, I'm here. I'm still here. Yeah. I'm gonna forgive you. You ask for forgiveness. I'm gonna throw it into the sea of unforgetfulness. Yeah. I never remember it again. But people have to stop judging people because you never know. Yeah. What, what it took for you to snap like that. Yeah. I gotta not say, okay, dang, he did all this. 
Yeah. I can't. Let me, hey T, come on, let me talk to you, man. What happened? Yeah. You know, I look up to you, man. I, I want to do X, Y, Z. Not, not be like you, but I want to, in a sense, follow the, follow same, the, same, the same steps. So what happened? Bro, I just had a rough day. Yeah. Or I, I had an episode. Now I understand yeah. before I pass judgment. See, that's the wrong with the world now. They now pass, pass judgment before they, before they even know what's going on. Bro, don't make me say a word. <laughs> hey, good look. Because I'm, I'm telling they, you. They don't want, because I say that's the problem. Because when I went to my little thing. The people that judged me, most of them sat down and had a whole conversation with me, mm -hmm. or knew me. And this was, it was so funny. The people that knew me from high school, growing up with me and everything that right. the people that spent time with me and seen my goofiness and everything, yeah. seen me from before to after, they was like, bro, they came up, like, when I got out of my little situation, I had three types of reactions to people. That know what, like how people were perceiving stuff. The people that knew me, it's like, bro, check on me. It's like, bro, you okay? Bro, I'm here. Give me a hug. They gave me a hug, comforting, like, bro. Boom. There's people that just look at me, like, on the whisper. You see the whispering beforehand, then get that quiet. And then people, some people, shot like, oh my god, what? Then the people that was right there, I was like. It's funny, you're going to have these three types of people regardless of like what you do. The people that genuinely care, the people that just they're watching, trying to wait, and the people that are going to be saying whatever they want to say, but they won't never say it to your face. And I had to, I had to learn how to accept that because it's not good for me to dwell on what they think. It's what I think about myself. What I know is true. And what I got to do to move forward. Did it hurt the words to say? Oh yeah. You human. I'm human. I felt that pain. But I had to grow from that pain. And now that I'm growing from that pain, like, I see the more innocent side of me that I haven't seen in a long time. And like the things I do, the work I do, like, even if I go out nowadays with my friends, I'm just more be like not saying the rather me mean mugging everybody. I'm like, oh yeah, let's boom, hug it out. Hey, enjoying yeah. the time I have with the people because I learned things can go left so quick and the time we got here is so short. So spread love as much as you can. You know, that's the only thing that can change the most hateful person. Give it, 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 it change you want to see in the world. Exactly. It change you want to see in the world. That's why, I mean, I, like I said, I know you're supposed to judge a person's sin, but if you want to be gay, that's on you. If you want to not believe in God, guess what? That's on you. You don't want to go to church. You that's don't want to like black people and you black. Guess what? That's on you. Exactly. That's on you. Just don't come my way with that negative energy, exactly. those negative vibes. Exactly. Like, stay over there. And don't ask me for my opinion because when I give you my opinion, don't be hurt. Exactly. You ask me. Come on now. And that's ain't about it. Most people don't want to say that. me. I'm raw. I'm raw and cutthroat when I, I say my stuff. Yeah. Because, like, even my uncle, like, he was critiquing me on some of my grammar I used on the show. Kind of cussed a little bit. I was like, oh, that's really authentically me. It's not really just, it comes second nature to me. Like, if this is how I speak, I understand. Like, it's, it's, and I say it's based on the conversation. Like, if, like, say, me and your conversation, we haven't, like, not one cuss word came out. Right. Because this is the, where we're at, this is the type of conversation we're having. But the topic sometimes need it's just I'm like really it's just a word that actually have meaning that's an attitude that add more emphasis on the word that's coming after it. <laughs> but it's like I'm not trying to I don't people just get so caught up in what everybody else is doing that we don't focus on what we do. Um, I'm gonna say something. Oh yeah. Drink water. Drink water. Pray and mind your business. <laughs> Stay hydrated, mind your business. But no, man. And no, I love my uncle because, like, he, every time he comes to me using criticism, like, I had learned, like, I gotta take criticism. You gotta take constructive, you gotta be yeah. able, especially in the arena where you're at, yeah. where I'm at, you yeah. gotta be able to take constructive criticism. I work in healthcare. Yeah. Um, I deal with people's lives every single day. So, what I have to do is take constructive criticism. Hey, Jay, you should have did that to that patient. Right. Or you should have handled it a different way with an irate patient. Yeah. So, I have to take that constructive criticism. So, um, I'm always growing, and 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 um 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 
I'm at a place where I can always receive. That's it. I can yeah. always receive. You know, um, my teacher told me something. Let's just say to you, hypothetically speaking, you say, hey, Jay, I want you to come over here on the show um, in two weeks and help me out with stuff. I don't know nothing about digital. What do you call this? Digital computer thing? You know? <laughs> I don't know nothing about this, but how to turn on the computer, type up something, go to YouTube stuff. But my teacher always taught me this, and shout out to Ms. Duncan. She said, Jay, in the medical field, and, and take it outside of the medical field, always have a can-do attitude and a willingness to try. And I'm like, what do you mean by that? She broke that thing down. Always have a can-do attitude, like I can do it, in a willingness to try. I may can't. Right now. Right now, I may can't operate how you operate it, but show me, because I'm willing to try. So that makes sense, and I apply that to my life. I use that on a daily. I may not, excuse me, let me not lie. I don't use it on a daily, but I always have that mindset. Have a can-do attitude and a willingness to try. So, um, Ms. Duncan, I appreciate her for, for stealing that in me when I was in college. So, um, yeah. Because the, my thing is, people tell me, I always say I can do anything, and look, I'm going to try it. It may take me longer, yeah. and like, I'm going to be out there, I ain't going to let you know I don't know how. <laughs> but I'm going to fail it myself. Okay, boom. Alright, there's something I'm missing. I go look up, find out what I need to know. I say, okay, bad, I'm doing it wrong. And then when you come out there, he's like, oh, you know what you know? I say, yeah, dude. But I know, like, yeah. I feel like we're living as creatures in this world. We can do anything. Anything we put our mind to do. Anything. Anything we put our mind to be. If you want this, not just this, if you want your podcast from boys to men, let's start the healing. If you want this to go nationwide, begin to speak it. Oh, begin yeah. to speak it into the atmosphere. Oh, yeah. Watch it manifest. You got to believe it, though. That's the thing. You have to believe what you speak. That's why when people be coming around me, you got to change your verbiage, too. Yeah. Let's just say you are broke. And let's just say, we're going to use me and you. I'm, you're going to be like, hey, Jay, you want to go out to eat, man? We're going to hang out. Man, I'm broke. Guess what? You're going to stay broke. That's right. if hey. you, but if you, change your, if you change your mindset, you guys Ooh, you never know, you may cover my meal, or I may find $20 in the parking lot, or I may have the money to cover myself, and then the next day I get a check, you know what I'm saying? So you can't, you gotta, you gotta be able to, I get the scripture mixed up all the time, Romans of, I believe it's, it's Romans something in 17, which you have to call those things as though they are, as though they need to be, or as, call those things which for, I don't know the scripture, yeah. but it's the you gotta call those things as they as they are. As they are. There you yeah. go. You gotta call those things as they are. So um, don't. And then, like, even if you're feeling bad, man, I'm sick today. You're cursing yourself. Yeah. I don't feel my best today. Yeah. Or I'm depressed today. Again, I don't feel my best today. Yeah. But you know what? I'm gonna press on because weeping may endure for a night, but joy coming in the morning. And everything gonna be alright. Everything gonna be alright. <laughs> they ain't in the Bible, but you gonna add it. Everything gonna be alright. But so um, we talked about. Um, did we talk about fashion? Oh yeah, we got we got to go back to that. But look, I gotta because my mentor used to tell me this thing back when I was doing that with marketing. Actually, I, to be honest, I've been laughing because like I've done a little bit of everything. Oh. <laughs> I, I'm a jack of all trades, but they tell me the difference between poor and broke. Poor is the mindset. Broke is the situation. I like that. So. Don't get in the poor mind state. Say, stay. If you you broke, that's the situation. You can get out of the situation. Yes, sir. Just find a solution for the problem, and once you find a solution, the outcome changes. Yes, sir. But man, and like, whew, well, you was the, well, you over preaching to me, like, bro, I'm over here reminiscing about some good stuff that I'm like, yo, I need to implement it more and more. And more. You got so you got this platform. God didn't give you this platform for a reason. Just okay. to, I mean, I know you do different. You cover different topics. Cool, fine, and name it. But you got to get the word out there. And I'm not talking about yeah, the Bible, yeah, the word of God. But you also got to get that, that 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 product out there, or that content out there to help people. Yeah. People in all areas of their life, every area in their walk of life, every genre genre of people, every different age group of people you got to do that oh, yeah. you got this this is not just a coincidence and you know how hard it's been to get me on here yeah <laughs> you know, right. my schedule's been conflicting and now oh, yeah. i'm finally here so um Cause look what you said also that you said speaking because look you said speaking and believing like i got written on my my, my board 
a vision board at the house. Yes, sir. It yes. says this. I will have the number one podcast. And then also, I said I'm going to be the biggest name in entertainment. And every time I tell the people that, and they look at me like, oh, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, y'all just don't know who you're talking to. <laughs> and, and, and I'm going to say that scripture for the people that's on here. I, I write down scriptures and stuff and meditate on them throughout the day. But it's, um, uh, that's not it. Um, dang, it's not it. Where's the time? Hold on. You will edit this, ain't you? Oh, yeah. I, oh, I'm just, oh, what the boy? Here you go. We got it already. <laughs> Romans 4 and 17. Call it those things which be not as they though. They were Romans four and seventeen, and um, I like Isaiah twenty three twenty six and three. He would keep thee in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusts in thee. I like that, and then also um, I'm gonna say the scripture day, but I like um, no weapon that is formed against you will prosper. Isaiah fifty four and seven. Oh, yeah. So I mean. You know, the weapon may be formed, but it won't prosper. So, like, even though you may come through hard trials and tribulations on this show and people they may not want to come. Oh, yeah. You got to keep pressing, T. You got to press because if God gave you the vision, guess what? He'll make room for the provision. Do you hear me? Hey, you <laughs> speaking. Oh, he's speaking. Come on, bro. But let's get into this fashion a little okay. bit, too. Let's hey. what's, what's about it? So, how did that all come about? Because I'm not going to lie. I don't know. Y'all don't know this on here. I'll probably be his first client. When he's already doing his fashion stuff, but um, <laughs> I don't know how I, that guy fell through it too. But you know, yes. how did that all come about, though? Um, I'm gonna say in my twenties, my mid twenties, I began to take fashion seriously because I used to look back over my, my high school pictures. And I'm like, who dress you do? <laughs> hey, I'm tall good. too, so like I had Howard's on. Yes, it's I'm freaking. Oh no, they were men pants, but they were like not really bell bottoms, but they was like wide legs. Yeah. And I'm like, why would I want to wear that crap? But I guess it was in style back then when I was in high school. But mid twenties, I began to take my fashion sense to another level. I began to look at different people, and I didn't want to pattern myself after them because at first I was trying to pattern myself after different name brand people um, or fashion, uh, famous people. And then I said, you know what, Jay, you authentic. Be authentic. Be you. So I began to take it. I, I started with myself. I said, let me put this together. Let me put this color together. Let me put that color together. And I began to get compliments. And it grew. And it's just like, I feel like my fashion has evolved. As a male, I feel like my fashion has evolved. So I say, you know what? If I can stop myself. Why not everybody why else? Everybody else? <laughs> let me give you the rundown. Since I've been living here in Pensacola. Hollister was two years. You know the store Hollister. Mm-hmm. I stayed there for two years. I left Hollister. I went to... Aeropostale. I stayed there for a year. Left there, went to American Eagle. Stayed there for a year. Went to Crazy Eight. I was there for four and a half months. I was started off as a sales, a sales, um, whatever the thing, the top title was, but I got bumped up to sales lead. And that's for kids now. Yeah. I stayed there for four and a half months. I got my kid. That's my, that's my area of the kids. Boom, I went to Francesca, stayed there for about eight months. That's a women's boutique. I was a sales lead there as well. So I got my women, women um, knowledge. Uh, knowledge. Then I went to H&M. I've been in H&M uh, December the 14th of this year, of 2020, will make two years. I went back to Francesca's. So um, I've been in Francesca's ever since Black Friday. So I got, I use all of my retail as my experience to be able to style people. And let me tell you how I play about it. Mm-hmm. At um, H&M, they put you in different rooms for every hour. You've been registered for an hour, you've been with ladies, you've been divided, which is the ladies' part, kids is a, is a part, men's are, are, are um, yeah, those are all the, the parts. So when I'm in men's, what guys being there, they're like, hey man, help me with this. I said, I'm a visual. I need you to show me the shoes, show me what you're going to wear, yeah. and put it up against you because I'm a visual person. I can tell you all, I can tell you what I'm going to see you in all day, but I'm a visual I have to see it literally on your skin held up against you. So um, it's just like it grew. It grew from that. Then women's come, women, women to come. Hey, how does this look? You want my honest opinion? <laughs> yeah, I want because I'm for the buy. I don't like that. Maybe you should try this, that, and the third. And it's like I began to get good at it to the point where my manager, my store manager at um, H&M, he's like, Jay, like, you're great with customers. We love your customer service. I want you to train some of the new staff. So it's just like it grew into the point where 
I told myself, you know what? If anyone, if these people can be out here doing this, people here in Pensacola, you know, they're doing their thing. People around the world, they're doing their thing. I said, if they can do it, surely I can do it. And ever since I um, decided, because I call, I want to brand myself as Taylor J's, yeah. um, my homeboy Maurice, shout out to Maurice, he the one gave me the idea. Taylor J's, you you custom make suits for people, you you custom style people, you do it all. Taylor J's is like. That's your brand. So he gave me that, and I made a Facebook um, page, of not Facebook, but Instagram page about it, and I've had two clients so far. And I only I made the page probably late last year, and I ain't really been too serious about it, but I've been doing it here and now. And like I said, at work I get my practice in, whether it be at Francesca's, the women's boutique, whether it be at H&M. So um, I just love fashion, and to answer your question, it started about, like I said, mid-20s, and I really got serious when I turned to and when I got in my thirties. I really took it serious when I turned thirty. Like twenty five, it had awakened. Thirty, I was like, oh yeah, we in now. Oh yeah, <laughs> Like we finna take this fashion to another level. So like I, I love it and and I I do it effortlessly. Yeah. And with the fashion came fashion shows, wearing different people designer designer people locally here in Pensacola, wearing their brand, wearing their style, and and killing the runway. So. Cause see it. Ooh. My, oh, see, I'm like, when I, meet, when I dress up, going out of town, like, it's boots, this, I probably a polo shirt, or a soccer jersey. And it works with me. Uh-huh. I get compliments all the time, like this, and I was like, I know I can do better. Yeah. And it's like, because right, cause I used to model a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, like, ever since I hit my little roadblock, stuff started falling through, so. Right. I took away from that and I had my own little clothing line. So honestly, I've been waiting for you to actually, whenever I come back I'm strong with my uh, my brand, because I'm revamping the whole brand, when they do these photos and videos, I'm going to say, call Jay. Because they end up good with that too. I'm going to tell you, my brother Raymond, I praise him all, <clears throat> I praise him all the time because I'm like, bro, you are a dope photographer. He took my birthday photos on an iPhone, not mine, but his. Oh, yeah. And they look so professional, bro. And he told me something about me. He said, yeah, I love to shoot you. And I'm like, why, bro? He said, because I don't have to tell you what to do. I may have to position your hand, position your, your chin, but you you know how to work the camera. And I'm like, whoa. Like, that's dope. Because most people, you take pictures of them, they're like, All right, what do they, do? they don't know what to do. But me, bro, I love it. Like, I love it. And it's I guess I love the attention, but... Bro, I love it and I do it effortless, effortlessly. Mm-hmm. So I love the fact that I know how to take pictures. I know now, thanks to Mr. Charles, I know how to walk on the runway. Thanks to um, Yala Kahoon Mom. Um, yeah, Yala Kahoon Mom. I know your name, lady, but I forgot it. But um, dang, what is her name? It's Rachel. Ha <laughs> Rachel. Shout out to Rachel. Rachel, she helped me. She said, Jay, when you walk, don't hold your head down. Hold your head up high. And also, when you put on clothes, the clothes don't make you tea. You, you make, make the clothes. clothes. You have to walk. You have to be confident when you wear something. Yeah. And when you wear something, you have to be able to capture the attention of everyone in the room. And that's what I tell myself. I constantly tell myself, Jay, when you put this on, you got to wear it. Don't let it wear you. You wear it. Yeah. you got to have your colognes. Find you one signature signature um, scent. Don't be switching it. Find you one specific signature scent. Then you have another one that you wear every now and then, but when you step out, that's your signature scent. So when you leave the room, people are like, I know that was T. Yeah. I know that was Jack. T. <laughs> so like you gotta have, and that's what people mix it up at. But um, a guy taught me this. He's a nurse practitioner that I work with. He said you always want to get you a signature scent so that when when you leave, your scent is still there and they're still reminded of your presence. So he taught me that, and like I just took it and run with it. Like right now, I'm kind of in between my scents. I don't know if I like this. Um, uh, not Versace. Not, yes, Versace. Either this Versace or this Tom Ford. But I'm gonna I'm initially nail it down to the two because Versace got a lot of good sense, and so this Tom Ford. Yeah. So yeah, I think what's gonna happen like that one for like special occasions. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's and it. then like every night, like, every day, every day. Chill. I got all money every day. Okay. I'm rocking that G O money every day because uh-huh. like, that's that's just my my granddad actually was the first person wearing that. Around me, and it just brings back memories. I'm like, uh, so that's my that's my solution. But also, I got a question because you know you I do work in the healthcare field. 
How does it feel being a male in a female dominant work environment? But you see these females talking about being in a male dominant. Yeah. So I want to see the vice versa. Mm. How does it feel? Um, I never really thought about it, but to be honest with you, it feels good because a lot of the stuff that the females need done, like left and wise, they'll call on me. I have another male um, co-worker that call him as well. Um, at first, I felt like it would be a challenge, and it was a challenge. But now that I've been with the company that I work for now here in Pensacola, September the 9th will make seven years. I've never been on the job that long, T. Like, even throughout my, when I started working at 15, 16, all the way up to the age I am now, um, I've stayed at jobs one, two years. Yeah. Two years, probably the most, two and a half. Is max. Three. Yeah. That's max. But I've been on the job seven years, so that tells you a lot. I love my job. Yeah. And they recently been sent me to Jacksonville to train new hires, to train, um, what feeling what I need to fill in. And they sent me to South Carolina. When Travis Green opened his church, he had his album, um, The Crossover. Yeah. I went to help him open his church. Um, they set me up there, my job, my clinical job, they set me up there. I met Michelle Williams. I sat behind John Gray. So, like, I was closer to John Gray than you. He was literally sitting in front of me. He preached with a Tupac shirt on. So I, behind him. I met Todd Delaney. I met, um, uh, what's his name? Um, good as I know his name. Um, he's in the Maverick City. Uh, I know Dante Bowe. But it's another one, Chandler. Chandler Moore, I met him. Um, I met, uh, I forgot her name, uh, but she sings um, Fill Me Up. Um, I forget her name, but there's a whole bunch of famous people there for Travis Green to opening. They did it at a, a hotel, I want to say. like Not a hotel, but like a arena center. They did right. the, um, the concert there. Then they did the John Gray came that Sunday and preached. It was just phenomenal, and I was with two of the people, well, one of the ladies that works with me, she's out of Los Angeles in our, um, our headquarters. Like, I was with her the whole entire time, and it felt like I was on a part of, like, something, I know it was something big, but I felt like I was secret, not secret service, but I felt very, like, I was a, it's hard to describe, I felt like I was very, like, behind the scenes at VIP access, that's it, yeah. VIP yeah. access. Yeah. So I felt like I had VIP access, and... I, I took a picture with Chandler Moore, I took a picture with Travis Green, shook his hand, they were very humble. I met Travis Green manager as well too. Um, so when my job began to do all this and, and send me to different places, I'm like, my job values me and I appreciate my job. And I often tell people why people leave like employees leave because of bad management. Bad management, bad management runs away good employees. So I know we've had, in my job, we've had um, managers come and go, but the manager that we currently have now, I feel like it's a good fit. It's honestly a good fit. We had some bumps in the road, oh, yeah. but I honestly feel like it's a good fit. And I'm grateful for growth in myself because I normally used to be a high head. I normally would just voice off, say stuff out of my mouth and <laughs> have diary at the mouth. But now mm -hmm. I've learned to think, slow down and think. Think so before you speak. Think before you speak. So to go back to your question, it feels it feels good. It feels good, definitely. Um, um, I, I also feel like God has a sense of humor because I wanted to go back to get my nursing because right, my, my current job title is kind of long. I'm a CCMA, Certified Clinical Medical Assistant. Uh -huh. I'm a PCS2, Patient Service Center 2. Two means you can work in the front office and you can work in the clinic. And then I'm an HIV test counselor. That means I test people for HIV. If they are positive, I can counsel them in that setting. If they're not, I still can give them advice, tell them, hey, protect yourself, X, Y, and Z. So that's my job title. Um, and oh, sure. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's my job. So, so like when I send emails out, I put all that in there. I put J Dixon, comma, CCMA, comma, PCS2, comma. I don't do the HIV test count, so I put that under it. Okay. But my job title is yeah, oh, all of that. So. And it's the closest thing to nursing, man. Like, oh, I didn't want to be a CNA. Nothing, nothing against CNA. Shout out to all y'all CNAs because y'all yeah. do a good job and y'all keep doing what y'all doing, but I just couldn't do what they do. So I, my hat's off to you. <laughs> so that's why I took the yeah. next best thing, which is medical assistant, uh, certified clinical medical assistants. Because if I were to go up, it would be 
nursing, it'll be LPN, yeah. RN, then you have your your um your nurse practitioners, then you have your physician assistants, which they're changing the names of that, then you have your doctors. Mm-hmm. And in the midst of that, in the RN, you know you have your nurse anesthetist, the one that puts mm-hmm. you to sleep and stuff of that nature. And then you got your physical therapists, your physical therapy assistants, all that stuff, but they're not really nurses. I was talking more of the nurses sign or what have you. So like I'm right there. Then the next step would be LPN. So I, like I said, I wanted to go back to school because, you know, like it's a high demand for male nurses. But every time I go, I always get a door shut in my face. So I'm like, God, you got a sense of humor. So maybe it's saying, no, not now, or no, I have something better for you. So I trust them. Probably three, five, two, six. Always saying how bad you really want. How bad you want this? That, 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 that me too, T. Because, man, ooh. So what you think about these women that's in these male dominant spaces? You feel like, like, how do we put this? Because you see it on the opposite side. Mm-hmm. Are you thinking, like, they're not getting their fair share? Because, like, fair share of being outspoken and everything. Cause, Honestly, I feel as if it's a 50-50. 50%, some of them just take it and they run with the, t- run with the being in the male dominant. They're like, oh, I got more masculinity or, you know, a woman's feminine, but... Yeah. I can be more masculine. I can be more honcho. Then I feel like some of it is not being heard. Mm-hmm. They're 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 being taken advantage of, whether it be by the, the management, employees, or what have you, or they're not. They don't have a voice. That's it. They don't have mm-hmm. a voice. So it's a fifty fifty thing. But, but you think it's more of them per se, or is it more of the higher management per se? I think it can be both, man. Because. I feel like, uh, and this is not to take tags on women, but I feel like a lot of women don't speak up for themselves, man. Is it, they got to start yeah. speaking up for themselves. So a lot of it is it's their fault. And then some of it can be management. Like, hey, yeah. we men. We feel like this is a, a man-dominant, predominant workplace. Them females, they ain't going to move up. We're going to move y'all men up. Yeah. So I feel like it can be both, bro. Because, yeah. like, like, I had a friend that's a nurse, and she's like, yeah, she found out some dude that was working with her that had like a little bit more experience, like a month more experience, we were getting paid more. And so I was like, you can't look at it like that. I was like, you gotta look at it when it came to negotiating how much you wanna get paid. I was like, how much you did you tell him? I was like, I was like, I was just starting to so I just I was like, see, you just took. He negotiated and I was like, on top of it too, I was like, you gotta think about this, because I took broke it down to all the way to the basic Jobs, fast food. I went all the way back to my first job, uh, Foot Locker and all them. I say, think about this. If I got paid with you more than you at McDonald's, right? All you do is work cash in, probably do fries. I'm on the grill. I got to take out the trash. I got to wash the dishes. I got to do all this stuff. We got the same job. But I got to do all this extra stuff. Is that justified? She's like, maybe. I was like, I was like, okay, let's go to Foot Locker. Foot Locker. I had to sell shoes. I also had to run all the the ones we had left down. I had to do the shipping and everything else too. Most time we women do the girls did the shipping. They just scanned and left there. Say, like, oh, we need you to put up the shoes. So I had to do lifting on the ladder and everything else too. Take out the garbage, all that. Did it make sense of me being paid more? I was like, yeah. She's like, I see where you trying to go. I was like, but now let's go do the nurse thing. Uh, sometimes y'all do have to lift up people, but most times you got a male nurse who they gonna call. Yeah, nurse. They gonna call the male nurse. They got to do all the heavy lifting. They got to do this, that, and third. So if they ain't making more, and they're more likely to negotiate, it's like, hey, man, no, nah, I feel like I need to make this, 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 this. Because, like, a lot of them, like, they're not willing to come talk and say, hey, I want to get paid this. I was like, man, y'all are nurses. You know how high the man y'all even now? If you tell them you want to make $25 an hour and they're the shortest, guess what they're going to pay you? $25 an hour. Mm-hmm. I was like, the only difference is, I said, it's sad to say, but I believe y'all can get past this. Men are more likely to speak up for themselves than y'all are. And the moment time y'all get over that part, it was feeling like, oh, we we can speak up for ourselves and what we want to do, and like how much we want to get paid. They want to be like, they say, oh, why is this a pay gap? It's like, okay. And it's like, all right, if I'm getting this, I need you to do this more. It's all about negotiating because I say every contract with any job is different for every individual. Because yeah. how they negotiate in this skill. Because half the time, look, 
you they they trying to get you to take the bare minimum, but you know you ain't worth the bare minimum. It's like, nah, bro, I need this. Yeah. And they know you worth it. You gotta put it on the table, like. Yeah. Um, I told God the price I wanted to make with my job, and it happened. And I told him, I recently told him another number. So I'm just waiting on the number. Oh yeah. Because it's gonna happen. Oh yeah. I've spoken out of my mouth. I wrote it down. Habakkuk two and two to back it up. Write the vision down to make it plain. Make it plain. So it's gonna happen. Oh, yeah. And so I mean, and I'm I'm not bragging. But my our um my boss, she said you guys are lucky, and I had to correct her. I said we're not lucky because luck run out. We're blessed. Mm -hmm. She said, but you guys are blessed because y'all make what LPNs make, <laughs> and I'm not even a nurse. <laughs> so hey, um, shoot, people don't know, but they uh, won't they do it. <laughs> but and look, cause remember, I used to work at a jury show in the mall. Mm -hmm, I remember that. That's why I met you. Yeah. So people don't understand. Look. Once I realized my work, like at first came in, I was like, I was about to work at, I had just, like, if you don't know how I actually got there, I had just had an interview my first day at Whataburger. Whataburger paid like $15 an hour. At first day, I said, oh, you got to show you the bill. I said, man, we got for the bill. like, oh, this is this and third. I think I worked for two hours at Whataburger. And that same day, I left Whataburger, went to the mall, ran to the manager. He's like, always oh, talk to me like, hey man, you mean you want to work here, blah, blah, blah. I came to and said, hey man, I need a job. I don't want to go at the water back. <laughs> I'm like, I can say whatever, it doesn't matter, blah, blah, blah. He tried, they always try to read me, but I was like, bro, I already know the game. He can't play the game with me. Boom. Got enough. Started selling stuff, doing my thing. Top person, Bears, Jewelry. Maybe they know. Now I left. And when I left, this how you, this how I knew like oh, I have a little leeway now, cause I left, and they offered me the April. I'm gonna pay you the same thing you begin paid, but you don't gotta come in whenever you want to. You every check gonna be the same. You get straight commission. Like everybody else had a little quota for commission and everything else. Oh, wow. And let me tell you, this is why I learned you gotta be quiet sometimes when you're blessing. Cause I told my uh, my roommate at the time, which actually was my coworker. Not uh, Harry, we had another roommate who was there at the same time, but he was trying to do the same thing. Think they're going to be happy, man. I was like, yeah, there's more money coming in the house, so like bills-wise and everything else, boom. Like, everybody got a job. I was just going to get paid from school, regardless of the military. He went down there and started complaining and stuff, and they couldn't bring me back right then. Then <laughs> I was like... You can't tell everybody. It's taking everybody. I could have just come back in, boom. Because, look, I was smart. I found out they have different little clauses on how you get your money. So you had to work the full month to get you all your commission and spill. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't scheduled for the day, last day of the month. So I was like, okay, I ain't scheduled the last day of the month? Okay, cool. I worked the day before the last day? And as soon as I left, clocked out, shut the door, I said, hey, I quit. <laughs> Walked out on them. And then when I came back, they was like, all right, we're going to bring you back. I was like, you want me back? This is what I want. I don't want to work every weekend, cause I, that's all the time I have my kids. Yeah. And I understand like, hey, the other hiring stuff, like I ain't with that. Yeah. And guess what? Hey, you better with that same exact same thing. <laughs> but no, Jay, man, hey, I want to thank you for coming on this episode. But any closing remarks that you want to leave these people with, a little um, word of encouragement, spirit. You know, spiritually, anyway, anyway, positive, physically, mental, spiritually, what your takeaway? Tell me what you always be true to who you are, always be true to who you are. And I love a quote by Maya Angelou Nothing can dim the light which shines from within. Never let no one dim your light, never let no one rain on your parade. Always step with your best foot forward, always be. More, I always know that you're more than enough. You are the exception. And you can do anything you put your mind to do. The Bible even said that you can do all things through Christ which strengthens you. Philippians 4 and 13. And then also in Joshua 1 and 9. Heaven I commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So you guys, y'all got it, man. Just stay focused. If y'all need me, you can reach me on social media. Um, my Instagram is 
Slim, S-L-I-M-M underscore J-A-E-85. And then my Facebook is my first name, Javis, J-A-V-I-S, okay. space, J-J-A-E, last name Dixon, D-I-C-K-S-O-N. So um, I'm here to help you guys. Like, hey, we, that's what we created to, to help people, to um, to help point to people. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. And my biggest takeaway from this whole episode, something you said earlier, young kings, young queens, keep your head up. And pull your pants up. Yeah. And dress how you want to be addressed. Yeah. And have that confidence to know your worth and go get what you're worth. Because the only worth one thing, but you gotta go get it. You should do they it. ain't gonna give it to you. You gotta get it. Faith without works is what it's dead. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's dead, brother. Yes, sir. Now thank you again. But I already, you already know my last little lines before I close out any episode. You gotta dream big dreams because small dreams have a little magic. And how big would you dream if you know you're gonna fail? So I wanna thank you again, Jay. Uh, thank y'all for tuning in for this episode. Peace, love, and happiness. We out. <laughs> I know that I'm different. Self motivated, self disciplined. Yeah. I learned from my experience. I just want someone to take me serious. Real questions that I ask. How long will this solo trip last? Content with being alone in the past But it's changing and it's something I can't grasp Turn off my phone, I'm in my zone So now I'm acting different I'm to myself, I'm in my head Mapping out this life I'm living Shadow work on myself I done already seen hell Can't fit in so I rebel But I don't miss a beat I don't miss a beat